Thanks for joining us today for the Anchor Daily. We are reading through the books of Acts, learning about the early church and the unstoppable power of the gospel. Listen close as we dive deep into Luke's and Paul's accounts. If you could have dinner with any historical figure, who would make your list? Well, for myself, an individual that would make my list without any hesitation whatsoever would be the Apostle Paul. Hello, friends. Mark Wasmiller here, and I'm thrilled that you have joined me today as we embark on a journey into Acts 27, verses 1 through 12, where we will join the Apostle Paul on the beginning of his journey from Caesarea to Rome. This voyage is God's answer to Paul's prayer in Romans 1, verses 8 through 12. As I read today's verses, the thing that jumped out at me was that the centurion responsible for Paul and all the other prisoners on this ship is called out by name by Luke, and that this centurion, on some level, likes Paul, because when they arrive in Sidon, the centurion, whose name is Julius, allows Paul, a prisoner, to leave the ship and visit friends. We're not told why Julius is kind to Paul. We know that Paul is a Roman citizen and that Paul has preached publicly during his time in Caesarea. It's quite plausible that Julius heard Paul preach and became a believer. Many scholars believe an individual is primarily identified by name in the New Testament when they are a believer. At the very least, Julius is a curious and kind individual. So God, in his omnipotent benevolence, provides Paul with a friendly centurion for the voyage from Caesarea to Rome. If you know anything about centurions, you're aware that they are skilled, ruthless soldiers, responsible for overseeing 100 soldiers and for keeping them in line and on task. So back to my hypothetical dinner. I picture myself seated at a table with members of my family, with friends, with the Apostle Paul, and hopefully with Julius, our centurion. There would be so many questions that I would want to ask, and someday in heaven, I will have that chance. But in the meantime, I'd like to ask them to tell me about their relationship. How did it start? How did it develop and grow? In Scripture, Paul is a very polarizing person. He spoke the truth without hesitation. This resulted in those hearing him either being drawn to or repelled by him and the truth he shared. There wasn't a lot of in-between with Paul. In the case of our centurion friend Julius, we find someone who apparently was drawn to Paul and the gospel. And this was because Paul was a very focused individual. In 1 Corinthians 11 verse 1, Paul exhorts the believers in Corinth to, quote, be imitators of me as I imitate Christ, unquote. Paul came by his polarizing personality honestly. He got it by imitating his Savior. Julius appears to be drawn to the truth of the gospel because Paul looks like Jesus. Centurions were drawn to Jesus as well. There's a centurion that asked Jesus to heal his servant because as a man in authority, he recognized special authority in Jesus. Jesus proclaims that the faith of that centurion was greater than any he had encountered in all of Israel. And the centurion at the cross, who oversaw the crucifixion, heard Jesus' words and witnessed his death, proclaimed Jesus' deity as best he understood it. Over the course of the remainder of his voyage, it makes sense that God used Paul to touch Julius, just as Paul will share the gospel with so many other Roman soldiers who become believers while chained to Paul 
when they are assigned to guard him. You and I don't have the chance to be physically chained to Paul, but we do have the ability and the luxury to read about Paul in the pages of Scripture and to learn through the Holy Spirit that lived in him and lives in all believers and ask God to help us to be imitators of Christ so that we can effectively reach out to those God puts in our path and share the most wonderful news ever, the gospel message of Jesus Christ. And hey, I'm extending to you right now a dinner invitation for an unknown future time in heaven. Please join me and sit around the table with Paul and hopefully with Julius the Centurion as we ask about the story behind their relationship. Let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, thank you for the Apostle Paul and his example to us. Give each of us the desire to imitate our Savior in our thoughts, words, and actions so that daily we look more and more like your Son. Our desire is to be filled with the Holy Spirit so that you can use us to spread the gospel message, that our spirit might become more attractive to others that do not yet know you and cause them to be curious and attracted to Jesus, that they might hear and be led to repentance and to surrender their lives to him. I pray these things in Jesus' name for your glory. Amen. Thanks for joining us today. Listen tomorrow as we encourage each other through God's Word. If you haven't already subscribed, please do so because we would love to continue to grow with you. We'd also like a chance to connect further with you. If you go to Bethel.ch, you can find all sorts of ways to serve, worship, and learn together.